Podcast. I'm David Pensick, Communications Manager for Sklo Center Region Library. We are located in the heart of downtown State College on the corner of Beaver Avenue and Allen Street. And this episode is dropping on Wednesday, June 12th, 2019. Um, as a father of two students in the State College Area School District, I know that school is out in another day and a half. So you know, the kids will be out for summer, and that's an exciting time as plenty of things will be happening around the region. We have summer reading, of course, and I'll talk more about that at the, uh, toward the end of this episode. One of the big events, uh, one of the great things about this region in general is the number of big events that do happen. Festivals, whether a lot of fall festivals happen. Of course, we have the Central PA Festival of the Arts, People's Choice Festival, one of the newer ones is the Central PA Theater and Dance Festival. Uh, last year was the first year. It's coming back for a second year. It's June 21st through the 23rd, and there are several events for the festival for the festival that will be happening at SCLO. And for this episode, I talked with the co-founders of the Central PA Theater and Dance Festival, Cynthia Mazant and Elaine Meter-Wilgus. A lot of people know Cynthia as the artistic director of Tempest Productions, and a lot of people are familiar with Elaine as the owner of the Webster's Bookstore and Cafe. Last year, they organized this uh, this uh, festival, the, the Central PA Theater and Dance Festival, and they are doing it again this year. It got a great response. And one of the things I think is great about this particular festival is it offers people an opportunity not only to see great performances from local artists, but gives up people opportunity to learn and actually participate. You can take a dance class. You can learn about writing, poetry. It's, it's just a great opportunity. There, there are opportunities for the public in general to learn more and see if they want to continue on that path or just try it out and see what they think. So I think it, that's one of the unique things about this particular festival. Again, is going to have a couple of events around it. You can pick up a program or check out centralpatheater.com for the complete schedule, and that's theater with an R-E, so centralpatheater.com. That's the website which has the complete list of events. Um, until then, I hope you enjoy my conversation with Cynthia and Elaine as we get ready for the second year of the Central PA Theater and Dance Festival. Elaine and Cynthia, thank you for joining us. As we get, we're excited about uh, uh, the second go-around of this festival. Thank you uh, for having us. We're excited to be here. Yeah. Um, I guess just to get people familiar, I mean, um, can you talk a little bit about how this festival came about and how things went last year in your inaugural year? <laughs> Elaine, sure. I guess. Last year we had a three-day event. That It was the first year in 2018, and we had over 100 events that first go-round, and it was a wonderful experience. Uh, we were throughout the downtown, as we will be again this year, 
um, brought together over 20 local and regional and slightly out-of-town performing arts uh, organizations and provided classes, ticketed events, free family-friendly events, uh, dances, theater workshops throughout that three-day weekend. And we're we're excited to be back again for year two. Mm -hmm. And it came about because of a brainchild of Mark Higgins, Commissioner Mm -hmm. Mark Higgins, who came to us and was like, how do we get a Stratford Festival here in State College. Mm. And he started having that conversation with Elaine, and then Elaine... <laughs> as we and we can't say no! Yes. <laughs> and Elaine grabbed me, and we then received our first bit of funding from the Visitors and Tourist Bureau, so CPCVB, and that's what started this whole thing. Oh, right, wow. and it's keeping it going. We're very grateful for that. And it's community members coming forward, too, and, and adding their talents as volunteers and and participants. Wow. What has, I guess, the response been this year after people saw what happened last year? How has it been easy? Has people getting more excited now about it now they saw what you can do? <laughs> yeah, I think so. That first year, you, yeah. you know, you mentioned it, and it was a lot of words, Central Pennsylvania <laughs> Theater and Dance Fest. And uh, this year, we're having people who are like, oh, my gosh, I had so much fun last year. I can't wait for this. So definitely year two is a little easier mm-hmm. still a boatload of work, mm-hmm. <laughs> most of which is sitting on Cynthia's plate. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's definitely something people are looking forward to now. Mm-hmm. And also with our company, so the 20 legacy members mm-hmm. are volunteering their time and their energy and their talents. So no one is getting paid. There's no straight production money. Like, we're not paying X to come perform. Mm-hmm. So each company is coming in, producing their own pieces. If they're doing it for free then there's no income coming back to them. That's something they're giving back to the community. Yeah. And for some of the ticketed events, especially some of the larger events, when you're doing something like Fuse is doing Jesus Christ Superstar this year, this is a huge, large-scale musical. So in essence, there has to be a ticket price to that. But that part of the festival, the ticket money goes back to him. They're not being paid on top of their ticket prices. So last year was our first year, and... There were 20 of us, 20 different companies all going, okay, let's see what this is. (laughs) And what was interesting is last year, I think we had less ticketed events because no one was quite sure, can I produce? Could I make money back? Can I not lose money? How much money can I donate, right? And this year, as I was just counting, we have over 35 individual ticketed performance events happening Mm -hmm. and that's coming from those 20 companies yeah it speaks to the volume of the productions that we have in our region and that's one thing that the festival strives to do is to really celebrate the talent the initiative and these non-profit and for-profit of performing arts organizations that we have in our region Mm -hmm. yeah that's a it touches on what I was just thinking about is yeah there are all these production companies all these or um acting theater dance and this festival is just bringing a lot of them, probably most of them, together for for a couple of days of, of performances. I mean, how impressed are you when you look when you take a look back and see the performers that are going to be at the festival? How pre- impressed are you with the level of performance that people are going to be able to see in these three days? Yeah, <laughs> I, I was so impressed. I, I hadn't realized simply because being in so many productions myself, I didn't get to see everything, and it really brought to light the number of organizations, especially dance um, studios in particular. I didn't really know how often they competed outside of the region, how many awards they all have, how many accolades. 
And to see them sort of instill in these young people this sense of responsibility around um, rehearsals and production, but also the, the camaraderie. And I think for me that was the most powerful point of this festival is organizations that might have thought they were at odds with each other in some sort of maybe sense of, oh, I, don't, you know, you're, I want my audience, I don't want your audience to know. But now we come together and we realize we can be stronger together. I think that's something that you know, Cynthia has really stressed with everybody is this idea of we are stronger together. Mm-hmm. We can bring people from outside the region to come see our productions, not just during the festival, but throughout the year when mm-hmm. they see the quality that is, mm-hmm. is here. Mm-hmm. But I also, and I also think that celebrating the arts as a part of our lives is what's mm-hmm. the most impressive thing for me in this festival is that there is a range of three-year-olds who are just learning. So, you know, I don't want to talk about quality for, you know, across the board, but you have three-year-olds who are just learning and getting on stage and being able to stand up tall, being able to smile, being able to be in front of an audience of X amount of people. And yes, they're never going to be at the, you know, ballet level of Mr. Uh, Copeland, yeah. yes, Mr. Copeland, right? <laughs> or maybe, but not at three, not at the age of three. But we see that progression mm-hmm. as you go through, and that we learn to celebrate the arts as a part of our lives, as something we can do, whether we're good at it or, you know, in essence, you know, we're not all professionals. We don't need to be professionals. Mm-hmm. It's about getting our hands in there, playing getting to learn dance steps, having fun and realizing that the arts are an integral part of our lives, and then being able to see professional productions. So we see the different levels as we go through, and I think that's what the festival has, that many festivals do not. Yeah, that common thread that runs through everyone's life, whether you're a parent of someone who does the arts, and we want you to stop and say, wait a minute, I'm a patron of the arts. It's not just because I'm watching my own child. It's like, I I care about the arts. I want to get out there and play. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to take some classes, so it's, yeah. it's exciting for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, can you talk about that's a big, that is a big part of the festival are the classes and workshops mm-hmm. that people can participate in things that they might see on stage. Hey, I want to try. Um, what are I guess are, are there ones that you know that you would like to highlight or? <laughs> or well, there's so many. Yeah. And it's, um, so this year, mm-hmm. our goal and our big hope is that we will be on Allen Street and have an outside presence and that we won't be rained on. Last yeah, that's year, it. we were rained on. It rained last summer, shock. I, I don't remember. I'm very no, shocked. Okay. So the one day of summer I'm hoping is going to happen, at least one of the three days, yes, yes. The one clear day. But the idea being that you could stop in and take a class and intro to ballet you could come back later and take a tap dance class or take a hip-hop class and all of the events on allen street are free and they are multi-generational so it doesn't matter what your level of experience is it doesn't matter how old old you are are, (laughs) right and then every night we are ending with a community dance party so we're really excited (laughs) yeah it's gonna be so neat we love to bring people together in that sort of you know it's fun to celebrate the arts it's you know, I, I think about when people uh, go watch a basketball game and may, you know, pick up a, um, a pickup game of, you know, what do you call it? A pickup game, I guess, of basketball. <laughs> you know, we, we don't um, question that that's a part of their everyday life. And for those of us who are in the arts pretty regularly, we think that should that the arts should be just as easy in some pickup games of, you know, improv or, <laughs> or, you know, storytelling or poetry. Throughout the year, it's really our 
desire to you know, keep this momentum going with recognizing the, the importance right. of arts at any age and all ages. Yeah. And so there's a couple of different events. So the Allen Street events are all free. Mm-hmm. Just come down. The community party, um, community dance parties end up being the hour before we start them. So at 5 o'clock, we have a professional ballroom dancer who's going to teach you steps. And then it's kind of like drop the needle from 6 to 8. Yeah. So Friday night's going to be get ready for the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and we're going to be line dancing and disco dancing. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> on come sat- in your best attire. Come in your best attire. <laughs> Saturday night, we're doing Latin dancing. Ooh. So cha-cha, salsa, merengue, right? She's going to be teaching yeah. different steps and then doing that. And then Sunday night, we're really excited because we'll have a live band Sunday night, mm-hmm. and we're doing swing. Yeah, so and a little bit of that. So, and that's all free. So, in once again, multi generational. And then, if you're a little more interested in taking an an official mm-hmm. studio class, we have a class pass, and it's only thirty five dollars. Which means for thirty five dollars, you can choose between thirty some different classes. Mm-hmm. And if you you couldn't obviously take all thirty because some mm-hmm. are happening simultaneously. But if you wanted to take eight hours of classes. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you pretty much could with your class pass or get into some performances, which means you're easily saving over $100 because you would pay $10 separately for each of those classes. And we have things from introduction to theater techniques like mm-hmm. Sanford Meisner, mm-hmm. Uta Hagen. Then we have Laban technique for actors, not just for dancers. Mm-hmm. And then there's a master ballet class. So there's a mix of different types of classes, both dance, workshops for poetry writing. Yes. And especially some for young young students, mm-hmm. and then the theater classes, and those fall under the class pass. Mm-hmm. And then our big creative drama moment happens in front of Sclo on Saturday, which I'm really excited about. <laughs> yeah. So it's about getting to play in the circus and with the Circus McGurkis and Dr. Seuss books. Uh-huh. And so this is being sponsored by Sclo, mm-hmm. Tempest Productions, and Adam Swartz Puppets. So the three of us are coming together yeah. to put together this huge three hour. Let's play with Dr. Seuss. Let's play with circus acts. Let's play with puppets. And that is also multi-generational and completely free. Yeah. Can, our, Cynthia's arts and education background is really coming through. You yeah. Can, I can hear the passion in your voice when you talk about it, but that really yeah. is what this festival is about. It's about, it's really driven by your passion to really bring language and the theatrical arts and the dance arts to people, no matter what their experience, and really give them a chance not to decide if that's what they want to do with the rest of their life, but to recognize that they could be doing this every, you know, anytime. Anytime and every yeah. day. And there are studios that you can join, mm-hmm. take dance classes mm-hmm. at, or theater, arts, or Happy Valley Improv throughout the year. These things are here in our region. So mm-hmm. we're so excited. Um, we're excited by the community partners mm-hmm. that we have, like Schlow, mm-hmm. like Osher Lifelong Learning Institute. Of course, the borough has been a great supporter as well. And it just, kind of bringing these these folks together really gives us an opportunity to celebrate our region. Did you hear a lot of stories about people who maybe took um, classes last year and they said, oh, I want, so they did join um, a dance company or whatever, I don't know, last year. Some of them have. Yeah. They've been taking yeah. additional classes yeah. throughout the year. They've let us know what classes they'd like to see. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And how to expand. And I think for a few people that I spoke to directly that, and also that contacted us through emails and that, it was the chance to explore and play in a non-judgmental, a very safe space 
right? It was about just coming and trying it out. And who cared if it, you felt like you had 14 left feet? We all had them at that time, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, sometimes when you walk directly into a studio, you're a little bit intimidated. I've never taken a class before. Yeah, right? I didn't be start like? was when I was three years old, or I didn't start when I was seven or even 10. And how do I do that when I'm 30 years old? Well, just show up. That's the way yeah. everyone is. And, and sometimes just the person who teaches the class can just disarm all of those fears. Mm-hmm. And that's an opportunity that maybe going into a studio you don't know. You might not take that, that first step. And this is a great way to do it. We received a beautiful letter from um, a gentleman named Max who had professional dance training. He went pretty far along in, ba- in ballet earlier in his life and he went to so many workshops and performances last year and he wrote us this beautiful letter about how meaningful it was for him to remember the joy of dancing as you know a participant but to see that joy in the the other people in the room too it was just so beautiful the way that he was he was touched by the the festival and for him to share that with us was just it was it really it was so worth, worthwhile. Oh, yeah, that's, that's wonderful to yeah. hear. I, you mentioned a couple times how this is intergenerational. So there's obviously a lot of uh, family-friendly events, but also maybe events that are more um, maybe date night type or you don't yeah. have kids. So I mean, a good range of, of, mm-hmm. of performances, I guess, people can see. And, and I think our films, our little film series alone shows that. Mm-hmm. Because we have a Mary Poppins sing along, so the idea is come see the original, the original Mary Poppins, okay. and get to sing along with Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke, right? Uh-huh. And then we also have later that you know that evening Rocky Horror Picture Show, come sing along with that cast. <laughs> <laughs> so two two little sing alongs that go with that. Yeah. But then we're bringing in the State Theater is bringing in the audience with Helen Mirren, so mm-hmm. that has just been released by National Theater Live and so that's the big Sunday evening movie Hmm. and what am I missing? I feel like there's four films. For the films well and I think the National Theater Live if people haven't experienced that this again will be a great opportunity to share it with people who you know you can get your feet wet and you'll realize the power of seeing these simulcast um, productions Mm. it's really really something. Yeah. And then I mean adding in we had a poetry event Liter- and some literacy events, and this year there's over 30 literacy events themselves that are really concentrating on the words. And we know that plays have words and musicals have words. We're not <laughs> saying they don't. But I'm talking about poets like an Emily Dickinson piece, or we're taking a look at the letters of John and Abigail Adams mm. and looking at these as performance, but then we also have, I think, seven or eight poets that will be bringing their books and reading, so poetry in performance we're doing a Poetry in the Body with the Art Alliance, who's another really oh, strong yes, community absolutely. partner, who will not only be doing crafts so students can make an art piece as part of that, but their gallery will be open, and their gallery show during that time is Art and the Body. Mm-hmm. And so we're doing Poetry in the Body in there, and then we're also doing a Much Ado About Makeup. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing fun like goth slash horror slash you know slash you name it and you know how glam do you want to be and warrior makeup and as part of that in the art alliance so in their downtown gallery yeah we have MLK Plaza up and running 
Yeah. That's a wonderful space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, a wonderful yeah. space. And mm-hmm. Millbrook Playhouse will be joining us on Saturday and mm-hmm. coming in and doing a short 45-minute set to share some of their work. <laughs> yeah, we're working with Tides. They're another community partner that mm-hmm. is new to us this year. Uh, some of the really talented uh, young people who participated in Happy Valley's Got Talent will be back on the main stage at the State Theater as one of the events in the festival. And we really want to celebrate that, again, that talent and just... Get, let people experience the joy of watching a dancer. Whether you understand what the, the language or the moves are called, just let yourself be moved by the passion and the talent of not just the young dancers, but all the dancers, the professional dance companies. We've got many of those that are participants in the festival as well. So it's, I just, I, it seems like it was so far away, didn't it? And now it's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Here well, we go. <laughs> I mean, because you can see I mean, both of you are so passionate about this. I mean, what, I guess, what is the time commitment for you to put this together? I mean, you have, you know, Cynthia has all these papers here with all this stuff. I mean, trying to get, put the schedule together. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's obviously a lot of hard work, but it seems like it's a, a hard. <laughs> Ask us the week yeah, after. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, it's endless in one way because we can t- we are committed to bringing this back year after year. <laughs> And, you know, so in that way, it doesn't really end. But it's something, like you said, when you're passionate about it, Mm -hmm. it comes through in so many other aspects of your life, right? Mm -hmm. So, Cynthia, you're working in the schools. So, of course, you're going to mention it to the schools where you're working, you know, teaching them dramatic arts and, and theater arts. And, you know, all of our legacy companies, our member companies, are also talking about this festival as well. So... You know, it's it's definitely a labor of love. At this it is point. a labor of love, and I think getting people to also understand that right now we are a complete volunteer organization. Mm-hmm. No one is getting paid to organize this, to run it, to head committees, right? So this is truly coming from the artists in this region, yeah, who have stepped up. Like Kathy Morrow has stepped up to help us create this literature day, yeah. and her work as a poetry teacher. But her, you know, she also works with Adam Swartz puppets and working in the schools to do literacy in the arts. So this is a big part of her life. So she has really pushed to expand this for us. And you'll see this along the way with each of these companies stepping in and saying, "What can we do? How can we do this? How do we expand?" Mm-hmm. Do you have, or maybe do you have visions of what this could become, or what you would like it to become down the road? Or we'll be sleeping in tents, Uh, and we'll be down. I'd like to see us. I mean, it would be lovely to get to expand beyond three days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we're hoping to expand our goal between years three and five. Are to bring some outside larger names. Mm-hmm. that could not live here year-round because there isn't opportunities for them, mm-hmm. but may have ties to the community. So whether it's alumni from the university or whether it's... Broadway and, you know... Yeah, Penn from, State has a lot of people on Penn. Yeah. Yeah. But also yeah. Pennsylvania Penn. as a whole. And we're starting yeah. to talk to companies from Pittsburgh and Philadelphia mm-hmm. for next year mm-hmm. that are interested in possibly coming in and being part of this. So we'd like to see that expand while we also expand our audience base. So that how do we bring in, and and one of the things we're doing this year that's new, is we have four intensives. So come spend 10 hours with a pro. 
And those four areas are improvisation, comedy improv, and our comedy improv person is coming in from L.A., and she is a Second City touring alumni. And, you know... She's been on um, Arrested Development, Two Broke Girls. I mean, she has quite a litany, quite a resume behind her. Mm -hmm. And she's great to work with. She's a teaching... You know, she really enjoys teaching. <laughs> right. So it's which not... Which is important. Which is important <laughs> when you're bringing artists in. So she's coming in to run the improv, and Happy Valley Improv will also be running a couple of workshops. Yeah, which is so exciting. So we're mixing, right, outside professionals with our professionals that are here as well. And then we're adding in a burlesque intensive, which is being held by Sarah Flynn and Lady Grace, who is Lady Gray from Lady Grace Lovelies. So that is a whole different, and like I said, it's, you know, it's more adult mm-hmm. oriented. Mm-hmm. We have Intro to Egyptian Dance with, with Shannon, Shannon Bishop, Bishop Black Hat, and Black Dance. Hat Belly Dance. Mm-hmm. And then our final, which is um, two cabaret artists from New York City. So two uh, male and female, Roxy Aroha and Bruce Clow are coming in. And they work with Tempest, so that's kind of how I'm bringing them in. But they're going to come in and run a cabaret intensive. And if you think about it, we don't actually have cabaret in this area where you have someone who, you know, gets up and does a 45-minute set and talks through and it's a linked versus a variety show or a number of musical numbers. So their idea is to take anyone who's interested in performing like that as a solo or a duet. Mm -hmm. And how might we teach you the art of that one-person or two-person show. And all four of these intensives give you 10 hours with a professional, a lot of one-on-one work, and then, if you want, the opportunity to perform at the end of the festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something new this year, and that's that's a part of the festival that we hope to grow throughout the years. Um, and again, that's sort of expanding beyond the three days. But, you know, it's all going to really um, depend on people coming out this year mm-hmm. again, like they did last year. We had a great attendance. We're, you know, of course, every year we want to increase it, um, you know. And invite your families. Yeah. I mean, that's the other this thing. This is the time. Like to, other festivals, yeah. the idea is, hey, if you have a cousin or a niece or, you know, a brother who's always wanted to study improv, get them to come visit for three days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Grandkids, aunts mm-hmm. and uncles, nieces and nephews. Um, State College in the summer is beautiful. Oh, yeah. Even, even when it rains. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we have 14 locations throughout the downtown. Mm-hmm. Wow. Not all of them. I mean, really only a, a Allen Street. And, and MLK Plaza and MLK, outside. Yeah. The rest are, are inside venues. So, you know, weather d- dependent. You know, they will go on. Mm-hmm. And those will go on yeah. anyhow. They'll just get moved in yeah, right, right. to the borough. We have plans. Not as yeah. much fun yes. <laughs> as being on the plaza than, you know, being in the lobby of the borough building. But it's still... More fun. Yeah. events will still happen. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I know we're, Sklo is happy. We're proud to be a part of it and have oh, an event. Um, is there anything that... Uh, anything else you'd like to add about the festival? You people should know about? Uh, well, of course, our website mm-hmm. has opportunities to uh, be a true patron of the arts mm-hmm. and, and make a donation to the festival. It is run by a 5013C, so that those are, you know, great ways to um, support the arts. Mm-hmm. Um, and we welcome volunteers. Mm-hmm. The website also offers an opportunity to volunteer. We had so many wonderful volunteers last year who ushered, who um, handed out brochures, and just generally kind of helped people find their way around town. So it is a community-led and community-enjoyed event. So we're, we're right. very grateful for the support. Yeah. And the website's centralpatheater.com. And, yes, and 
theaters. R-E. Yes. And it's uh, June 21st to the 23rd, and it should be a great, great festival. We're looking forward to a second year for this, and Yay. this is becoming a great tradition in uh, Happy Valley. So thank congratulations you. to you. We thank you for bringing uh, these groups together and scheduling. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate it. The Central PA Theater and Dance Festival is again June 21st through the 23rd. Uh, SCLO will be having several events during uh, Friday and Saturday. And those pre-events, on June 19th at 2.30 p.m. in our community room, Tempest Productions is going to be doing Aliens Love Underpants. And then on June 20th at 2.30 p.m., Tempest Productions is back with The Enchanted Kingdom. So a couple performances before the festival actually begins uh, at SCLO in our community room on June 19th and 20th, 2.30 p.m., Tempest Productions bringing Aliens Love Underpants on June 19th and The Enchanted Kingdom on June 20th. Again, check out centralpatheater.com for the complete list of events for the festival or pick up a program guide. And we hope to see everyone downtown during that weekend. Should be another great year for the festival. Other events at SCLO, of course, summer reading is off to a great start, encouraging everyone, babies to adults, to register and log in your reading. Chance to win prizes. Uh, we had a great blast off event a couple weeks ago. So, again, encourage if you haven't registered yet, still plenty of time, reading.sclolibrary.org and start logging in all the reading you're going to be doing this summer. And we uh, encourage everyone to do that. It's just a great time. Some great events scheduled around a universe of stories, which is the theme this year. So you keep, we'll keep you posted on all of that. On Saturday, June 15th, Penswood's Music for Kids concert will be at 11 a.m. in our community room. The Allegra Trio musicians of the Penswood's Mus- Music Festival Orchestra will be performing... Uh, They'll have selections themed around musical stories and will include instrument demonstrations and audience participation. So more participating chance for people to participate in the arts. So, again, that's Saturday, June 15th, Penswood's Music for Kids concert at 11 a.m. on June 15th. Read It, Watch It, the popular free movie series uh, that takes place at the State Theater, actually, is going to be starting on June 19th. And... The the movies are around our summer reading theme, Space and the Universe of Stories, and it gets started on June 19th at noon with WALL-E, that popular animated film. So again, June 19th, Read It, Watch It begins at the State Theater with WALL-E. That's at noon. And SCORE is going to be coming back on Thursday, June 20th, with increasing profits through strategic pricing. That's at 5.30 p.m. on Thursday, June 20th. You can register for that online at sclolibrary.org. So that's, again, uh, SCORE will be back with another great seminar workshop session. Uh, This one's increasing profits through strategic pricing. That's Thursday, June 20th. Of course, everything is on our website, sclolibrary.org. You can follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And also just a reminder that summer hours are in effect, so SCLO is closed on Sundays. I want to thank Cynthia and Elaine again for joining us as we look forward to the Central PA Theater and Dance Festival.
And until next week, hope everyone has a great week and weekend coming up. Until next week, we hope to see you at Splow Library. Thank you.